Uh, John, how familiar are you with Lost Vikings? Uh, the game? Yeah. I no, just Vikings. just the essence of literally Vikings. I, yes, I've met a couple lost. Vikings that were trying to find where the gas station was. They were having some troubles. Like just Norsemen. Yeah, like, it's Norsemen it? driving around in like a Miata. Oh, okay. And like, 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 okay. Now I'm thinking like clown car style. Like, there's an just an unreasonable amount of Vikings in this car. <laughs> they're too burly and broad-shouldered. <laughs> but just like they're stuffed in like a clown car. That'd be great. I guess I didn't know there was a sequel until Norse by Northwest. Is that actually what it's called? I think that's depending on the system. That's what it's called. Okay. Actually, I, I think that's actually like a subtitle for the series. Norse by Northwest. That's the worst wordplay, but I, I know that Lost well, Vikings it, Two is a game. I, I appreciate the wordplay, but I'm a nerd, and yeah. like, who like, who besides like tech dorks are gonna know that? What the Hitchcock movie? Are you not going south by Southwest? No, like this this was too long ago for that to have even been a thing. Oh, so, okay, I'm going south by Southwest. Whereas this is a Hitchcock joke because North by Northwest with Cary Grant. So, old school oh. jokes. But okay, either way, well, I didn't know there was a sequel. I don't know how that is. But I was more going to ask, like, how does the Genesis version compare to the Super Nintendo version? If you know. Uh, mainly, I think the music's just worse on the, on the Genesis one. That's about it. It's worse? Because on the back of the box, they proudly bo- proclaim it'll make you move. Well, it depends, I guess. Like, whichever one you prefer. Because Genesis could do better bass lines, but SNES can oh. do better overall, usually, for MIDI. Uh, okay. Yeah, like, it was normally called Lost Vikings 2, but on a couple systems it was called Norse by Northwest, The Return of the Lost Vikings, or in Europe it was just called Lost Vikings 2, Norse by Northwest. Okay. Like, the copy I have for SNES just says Lost Vikings 2. Okay. Um, Is it just the base, same basic idea? You got your three guys and your... Uh, there's two new characters along with them, but yeah. Oh, wow. So, so you have to do stuff with five dudes? Yep. There's, well, there's the three guys, Eric... Uh, Balrog and Olaf, and then there's Fang the Wolf and Scorch the Dragon. Oh, okay. So they have their own stages, or uh, the way it happens is out? whenever you go into a stage, you'll get given three of the five characters randomly. Oh, okay. Like you'll sometimes end up with a character with only one Viking but two animals. Does it still have the three player co-op or whatever? Like uh, as far as far as I know of. Okay. Well, I just picked up the Genesis version. Um, I'd never played it. Like, the, this version of it. Um, and yeah, on the back it says a jam and musical sco- score that'll make you want to get up and move, in quotes. So How, how much did you get a copy of Lost Viking 2 for? Uh, the first one. Just the first one. Oh, was sorry. 10 bucks. Yeah. So as I was going to um, say, the, sna- the second one's pretty pricey from what I remember. Yeah. Um, I, when I was checking up to see if that price was at all remotely comparable to good prices, uh, I saw that there was a sequel, and yeah, it's like 80 bucks or something. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, Is there a but, 360... Lost Viking game? Not that I know of. There's a Viking game. That they're like back in EB Games, we had like a 360 game there all the time. They used like oh oh that hack and slash game by Sega called Viking. There's a game was... called Viking, yeah. Okay, maybe that's something. Deep. And it has like a guy on the front with like he's he, each hand has a weapon. It's all like blue hue. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. That's is, that, is that like this? No. Battle for Asgard. Uh, the Lost Vikings is a uh, plaza pl- that. Puzzle like, platforming game. If you've played Trine, it's kind of like that. Oh, okay. Where you're switching between three different people with different specialties, like a big guy with a shield that'll stand there and stop shots, and then a fast guy. What's the other guy's special? Jumping? One, jump has a, one has a weapon, one has a shield, one can jump. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I played it quite a while ago on the Super Nintendo, and I don't know. I figured I might as well pick it up. 
I also got Excitebots. So now we're just talking about video games um, that I played. As, as opposed to before? As opposed yeah, to before, where I just different. bought the video game. And then Speaking of before, though, just back to that, like, literal Lost Vikings. Oh, okay. I had, like, a, a vivid image of, like, like, what's that? What's that, like, credit card commercial where there's always, like, a, isn't it a Viking? Oh, no, what's in your wallet? Or yeah, that's what I was starting to think of now. I'm just thinking Wonder Bar or something, didn't they have? What, what credit card is that? Uh, Capital One. Capital One, yeah, and isn't he always in a weird spot, and then he, like, tackles someone or something, and then he yells, what's in your wallet? Pretty much, yeah. I don't know if he's tackling, I think that might be something different, but, yeah. The Vikings, Vikings. usually just doing Viking stuff, like attacking people. There's a feature film called Eric the Viking. Fun fact. It's not, it's not very good. <clears throat> but, okay, um, video games, top-down perspective, March 14th, Pi Day. Did you know that? The Lost Vikings is a new concept in video gaming, according to Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yeah, it says that right on the front. Um, a One or two gaming. player action. Say Arcade Pad 6 recommended. Six button. So, yeah. Um, doesn't this have to do with Blizzard in some way, or no? Yeah, because Blizzard made it. But it says Ballistic on my cover. They so might have like been a... the company that either ported it or published it. Oh, okay. I, I think Interplay was the main publishing company. See, I was looking all over the box and didn't say anything about Blizzard, but I was like, that also sure they... might have been back when they weren't because it's Lost Vikings one, right? Yeah. Do you see like, like Silicon and Synapse on it or something like that? Oh yeah, because uh, that was before they were actually called Blizzard. Yeah, Silicon and Synapse Inc. So okay, cool. There you go. Video game history. Are you guys right doing anything for Pi Day? Uh, I didn't even really acknowledge that it was Pi Day, but I've definitely seen that it was Pi Day, so no. Same math problems. <laughs> like, what does one I'm do enjoying on the day? existence of math. Math. I had a, I had a math teacher that would bring pie to school on pie day. Nice. Oh, I guess that's a good way to go about it, right? Head down and storm by pie. I could have done that, but you no. can still do that. I can't. Yeah, the stores will still be open after we're done here, so maybe I'll go eat a pie. It's probably a good idea. Um, From like a health perspective, probably not a good idea, but you know, it's pie day. Yeah. Gotta celebrate. Gotta celebrate. There you go. Three point. Or you could just do some math. Or watch Life of <laughs> Pi. There's nothing more exciting than doing math. Read books about math. Uh, anyway, I have been reading a brief history of time, which kind of dances around math, but still okay. involves it and such. So physics. But yeah, um, I don't hate math. Okay. Well, welcome to the podcast. Can we start doing normal stuff? Is that, huh? If you want. Okay. Did we say our names? No, we didn't. Um, we should say I'm each Nathan. other's names. Oh, okay, uh, John's here. Nathan's here. Ha ha! I've ruined it! <laughs> so Sean! Aw, oh, damn it! Sorry. As soon as you said that, I'm like, I can ruin this very quickly. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Ah, <laughs> oh, You spoiled my plan for fun. Mwahaha. It's a fun spoiler. That's what I do. I ruined fun here on the top-down perspective. Awesome. Sean's here. <laughs> <sighs> okay, once again, like, John is the mystery, so I think I'll just start with him, because I know exactly what Sean's been playing. So, Fire Emblem Awakening! Isn't that over already? I've like, been playing what? it really slow. I'm only in Chapter 15, but I've been trying to get my parties up so I can unlock all the other side missions. Okay. Is there a new game plus on that? Yes, there is. And there's two okay. more difficulties above where I'm at, and I'm already on hard. Okay. 
Are you going to jump right back in, you think? Or? God, no. <laughs> okay. Playing this game too much. I've already got 30-plus hours clocked on it. Hmm. Actually, it'll probably tell me. Give me one second. Uh, I think it's like twice as long as I've been playing. My clock says 34, 34, 34. Perfect. You should never play it again. I know. I kind of am scared to touch that again. Could you? Can you make a copy of it without going into the file? Uh, if I leave the mission... Yeah, actually, no, I can just flat out save it in a new save file. So yes, I can leave it at that forever. All right. That's a really dumb thing to do, <laughs> but you could do that. <laughs> no, no, i got to start from scratch again. Yeah, work your way back up. 34. But no, I'm still Rule enjoying it. Rule 34. Ugh. Oh. No. Right. I've been enjoying that. Uh, I've also been playing PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Just revisited that? Uh, a bunch of friends wanted to play it online, so we played a bunch of four-player matches. And if you turn on, if you make it more like Smash Brothers, that game gets actually pretty fun. Like, what do you mean? Tweak the rules to Yeah, like, turn off, turn off the timer, turn it on to stock, so everyone has, like, three or four lives. And it's also to pretty be fun fair, if you're default, on team. Smash Bros is timer, right? That's true, yeah, and that's But I don't know anyone who ever played with timer. Yeah, it was either it was either stock or stock and timer at the same time. I always did stock five lives. At least my group of friends, that was just yeah. that's how we played it. Tournament rules is something on the nine, lines of like yeah. three stock seven minutes or something like that, or three stock five minutes. Sure. I think I think that's tournament rules, but yeah. Uh Pretty fun if you play that game two on two. But man, I don't know if it's just my experience or not, but Kratos is ridiculously broken in that game. Like overpowered or what? Yeah, he's overpowered. Like we kept getting our ass kicked by uh, our buddy Gerard, who kept playing as Kratos. Well, he is the angriest character in the roster. It's true. So that kind of makes sense. Kratos riding seems pretty easy to use. Hmm. Do you have um the the da- the download characters? Yeah, uh, Cat and is she cool to play and- as? Cat's not that bad to play as, actually, yeah. What's Cat from? Uh, Gravity Rush. Oh, okay. The video game. And Emmett Wallace. Yeah, she's from a video game, Nathan. Yeah. Oh, okay, I just didn't know her name. So. And the other character's from, like, Starhawk, which I forgot it even come out. Or yeah. have characters in it, because it's not like a multiplayer game. Yeah. Apparently, I guess it has a character, because he seems like he's got he's got story, so. Yeah, Starhawk. He actually plays yeah. kind of cool. He just kind of summons down like turrets and like new weapons from the sky. It's kind of interesting. It just seems like that would be like we got that guy from Mag. You're just like what? Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Well, then His they do. We got that Mag. guy from we got Killzone dude. Yeah, Hellgast man. Yeah, exactly. Things. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do like SOCOM guy. I, guess, I think yeah. Slant Six no longer exists. They probably didn't. I don't know. Hmm. Sony history, though. You know? yeah, you never know. Well, I mean, they don't have Crash Bandicoot or Spyro, so... Right. So they've already kind of fumbled that history thing. Who but... knows? I'm sure they'll figure out something. Maybe they'll Did get you guys have, DLC. like, voice chat going on? Like, Yeah, we were in a Skype call. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> yeah, because I was like, PlayStation doesn't do chat very well. How did you... Oh, right. A completely different device. That makes yeah. sense. Cool. That's so dumb. It is pretty dumb. Well, we were already in the Skype call, and we are like, hey, do you want to just played all stars I'm like okay hmm. okay has have you unlocked all the business all the trophies i don't know what's in there uh i've not unlocked all the trophies cuz it requires beating the game with everyone okay but uh i've got like i think 50% of the trophies on my vita and 30 something on the ps3 hmm. cuz they they're pretty much that? they're pretty much the same trophies but no you have to you can only get them separately for double the trophies there you go 
awesome. Oh, that doesn't yeah, sound really feed into like a... Does it? Oh yeah, there's DLC coming out for sound shapes. That look kind of cool. I'm not sure if you saw that. I did see cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you played sound shapes yet, Sean? John? Yeah. Okay. I played a bit of the Beck it? album. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. But okay, so PlayStation All Stars, more strategy RPG business. Yeah. Any updates <clears throat> on like the feelings on the story, or, or like how far is Sean in comparison? I think we're around the same p- spot. It just took me half as long to get there. Yeah, because I've been taking my time and doing a bunch of side missions in DLC. Hmm. So my my party's like ridiculously powerful too. Have my, you my gotten quarter. to the point where you've kind of broken the balancing and you're too powerful, or no? Uh, it depends. Like I did some of the side quests, and I had like a bit of just, a bit of trouble with some of my weaker characters. Okay. Did you do but, that side quest I told you about? Uh, I don't think I have it unlocked yet because I don't have that character up to the right. point. I'm, I guess just because I mentioned it, I played a tiny bit of Fire Emblem, and I did finally beat that one. That mission's so sweet. Uh, remember mission fourteen, the boat? Yeah, I, I think I just did that one actually. Yeah, so yeah, I just did that one as well, storyline wise. But man, that I think I was way over leveled for that because some of my characters tanked. Like, each, I sent a different group to each ship, just one group each, and I think only one of them took any damage. I did something similar, but I sent like one person to each ship. They were getting damaged, but just not that much. Yeah, I sent like I sent a husband and wife group to each side. So sure, they were just destroying house. Uh, on top of that, I was playing Castlevania Lords of Shadow for the PS3. I saw oh. that. Okay. I was wondering. I if saw you gonna... doing that. I was wondering if you're going to say anything about that. What well, are you I doing? <laughs> well, that that DS one's out. 3DS, right? Yeah. So I'm and I hear it's that. not very good. I also did hear that. The 3DS one, yeah, it's kind of. So why oh. are you, like, what are you doing? I've actually been, I've wanted to play the Castlevania, the 3D, the PS3 one for a while now, so I finally got around to it. Okay. okay. It's supposed to be a fun God of War type game with Patrick I, I've Stewart, played it. so. Yeah. It, it is I've God of War meets Shadow of the Colossus for some of the bosses. Yeah, I think I got about four hours into it. And like Victorian Gothic business or whatever. That game is a lot longer than I expected it to be. I'm not oh no, lie. it's. Like thirty hours or something? What is uh, it? Complete or how long to be dot com puts it at like seventeen, I think. Oh, okay. So how much time did you sink into that? Not very. I'm only in chapter two. Okay. But like, you like each, it, each chapter has like a bunch of missions. Like chapter one has five, I think chapter two has ten. Wait, okay, so there I, I was hearing some conversations about the second one, like the three D S one this week, and they kinda stripped a lot of the RPG stuff out of it. Is that in this one too, or is that... uh, well, no, the the the, P, the the PS3 and 361 plays more like a third-person hack-and-slash. Like, this is a God of War type game. Do you level up your weapons, though, or anything? Uh, or... You buy new moves. You don't level oh. up your weapons. Oh, Although, okay. I guess you can, like, increase the capacity on your sub-weapons and stuff like that. Can you still throw holy water at stuff? Or... Uh, I do not think holy water is one of the weapons in this game. Uh, the okay. daggers are... Axes? Fairies are... Okay. I'm trying to figure out what the other two are because the stupid manual's in Spanish for some reason. Isn't there a cross you can throw or something? Oh no, sorry, there is holy water. Sweet. And there are power crystals, and but your main weapon is called the combat cross, so it's basically a giant cross with a whip attached. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, God of War, right? Right, like chain whip. It type it business. works exactly like the the chaos blades. Right, sort of like Dante's weird scythe that has a extension grapple thing. Yeah, this you actually you know. upgrade it to get a grappling hook as well. So. There you go. Yeah. Okay. 
But it looks nice, right? They're cutting yeah, up stuff. Plays good. Um, Patrick Stewart's in it. Like a he, bunch. He plays Sean Connery. What? His character. Okay, have you ever watched the original Highlander? Uh, not really. No. Okay. But... Well, have you seen what Sean Connery looks like in the original Highlander? Yeah. He. That's what Patrick Stewart's character looks like. Okay. It's a weird kind of disconnect there, but yeah. But no, like Patrick Stewart narrates the beginning of each stage. Uh, he also his character also shows up in the game. I don't know. I'm excited to keep playing through this. I just sucks that I got into it right now because of a uh, PAX coming up in a week. So I'm gonna be super busy. Sorry, busy. I just I just looked up. Uh, I didn't realize he had this. Sean Connery and Highlander has this great hat. But yeah, awesome. Yeah. Is that in there too? Big hat. No, he does not have the hat. Well, okay. Sorry to disappoint. No, it's fine. Um, how much is that nowadays? Just if people are interested. Castlevania, like... I think wasn't it on sale during that crazy Xbox Live sale a couple weeks ago? Oh, was it? I think like... it was. I think it was ten or fifteen there. Oh, okay. I don't uh, remember. Otherwise, I don't recall it being on that list. I thought it was. Either way, it is probably about twenty bucks at this point. I don't think it went greatest hits, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's down. Yeah, I don't believe it's greatest hits. No. It was not uh, bad. And I believe the sequel actually comes out pretty soon too. Hmm. Uh, I think I don't think it's soon, but it is this year, I believe. Yeah, I'm seeing as low as twelve on Amazon, but maybe go. with shipping and stuff. I rented so, that okay. game back when Blockbuster existed. Remember when Blockbuster existed? Yeah, that I was do. A good I was two there years ago. I worked there. Renting games used to be fun. I would play a lot more. stuff I think that renting way. games are still fun if you can do it. Well, I've been going to the Redbox and just checking, and it doesn't update ever. So what, is, still what does the Redbox even have? Still just it like, has like Skyrim, always Skyrim, which is the worst idea to rent that on a daily basis. Like that's just dumb. Or the best idea. No, I'm gonna say that's just a poor investment. Like you should just buy it at that point. But uh, no, that's what I'm I, saying from the Redbox perspective. Well, for them, yeah, but. I don't know who would get. I've seen like into Black that. Ops and stuff in there. Black Ops Two. Uh, I know. I think Borderlands was eventually in there, and Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, I've seen those too. But Just Dance. I've always seen Just Dance advertisements. That's true. To see those. Just Dance. And I think NHL or something. Like it's it's a small handful of games. Stereotype. Like, stereotype. Deadly Premonition. No, Deadly Premonition was not in there. <laughs> but <laughs> that director's cut's coming out real soon. I'm, I'm not sure it, when that hits exactly, but. That's pretty soon. You're grabbing but okay. that? I probably, you know, I think so. I think cool. I'll do that. Um, but okay, so that's that's pretty much it for video games? Yep. Was that? Okay. That's it for me. Uh, Sean, tell us about that new Tomb Raider game. All right. I played How much have you played? Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. You were pretty excited about it. I was. Um, how did it stack up to your expectations? Very well. I really like Tomb Raider. Okay. Uh, which previous ones had you played? I think we might have gone over this, but... I have played Guardian of Light. That's it, okay. That's not true. That... I've also played the first ten minutes of uh, Underworld. Okay. But it was a underwater level, so I said screw that because my TV was too dark, so I couldn't see what I was doing. Are there any underwater levels in this one? Nope. Okay. Um, so I guess... Game of the Year is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Finally, they figured it out. No underwater levels. One of the things I keep hearing people say about this game is like the extremely graphic deaths that can happen. 
Um, did you encounter any of those? Or I did not a ton. And I, like, I played through it on normal, and it's actually a fairly easy game. I wasn't dying too often. When I would die, it would be in, like, a firefight. And at that point, she just kind of, like, falls over and collapses, kind of. Yeah. Um, the extremely violent stuff would come up during one of its numerous set pieces. Okay. And, like, I would, it was never, like, gory or anything. It was just kind of like, yes, that is a stick going up her, like, through her neck and out the back of her head. But because I'm looking at it from, like, her face... I can't really see anything, like, penetrating, really. It's more just like it's going behind, almost. Okay. So I don't know if I was just missing a lot of those. Hmm. Um, but the ones I did see, I like, sure, that's definitely a gruesome thing to happen, but I wouldn't put it as gory or anything. Okay. Just, yeah, definitely people were kind of complaining about those, but I, I wasn't really sure what the extent of it was. I, I heard some complaints about Max Payne 3's violence, too. Um... I guess it's probably lower, less than that. Like, what do you mean, there... like, when you could just pump ammo into the guy? Right, like, when you get, you, like, the last guy, you can just kind of keep shooting, and he'll just kind of frag apart real gross. Like, is there tons of buckets of blood in this game or anything, or not really? Um, not not a ton, but there are there are different finishing moves, and, and specifically some enemies that are, like, super big guys mm-hmm. that you, like, when you kill them, or you do your finishing move, Laura will do like, I'm going to hit you in the face with this axe like three times now. Oh, okay. Or like, I was seeing like, getting kind of shanked with an arrow. Does kind of throat stabbing. Kind of gross. But Yeah. Uh, uh, did you play with the bow or guns? or? Actually, I primarily did play with the bow, I, which is odd for me, because playing with the bow is almost like choosing to go stealth for a bit, because it's kind of the silent way to kill everyone. Yeah. And I usually do not like playing stealth at all, but I kind of went into everything with, well, let's see if I can do it stealthy, because that'll just save me having to do a big fight. And mm-hmm. even during the firefights, like, the bow is really powerful. I was using it quite often. Like, if a guy was pretty far away from me, I would just zoom in with that bow and just take him out. Because most of the time, if you're upgrading your bow kind of at a good pace throughout the game, every new enemy you'll come across, you'll be able to kill with, like, one hit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be a headshot. Oh, okay. So the bow's really good. I guess just what were the kind of highlights and lowlights of your time with it? Like Lowlights, I played very little of the multiplayer. It it didn't really do anything for me, and the little bit I did play, it had no filter of, like, we're going to put new people with new people. Okay. Like, first game, some guy level, like, 32. Okay. Like, literally, my first game, that guy killed me every time I, like, came out of the you know, spawn point, and, like, was looking around, like, I don't really see anyone. Oh, that guy just headshotted me again. Fantastic. Great. Hmm. So pretty unbalanced and not good matchmaking. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, go ahead. I didn't play a lot of Uncharted multiplayer. Like, I played a bit of it. It, People were kind of comparing it to that, and I didn't find that especially awesome. So, I don't know. I've only played the smallest bit of Uncharted 2 multiplayer, so I don't know what its current form is. Hmm. But um, that's not. But the highlights. To play uh, yeah. Like I said, it, I did a, kind of a good job of being like really light on stealth, but enough for me to be like, I'm actually gonna try like sneaking my way and taking these guys out silently. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did need to fight, really satisfying shooting them. Uh, going, you don't need to, you don't need to hit a button to go into cover. So basically, if you just run up to like a wall, she'll go into cover herself, which is kind of nice. And the dodge move is really well done. Because just if you just kind of keep pressing B, she'll kind of roll and do like a kind of like a hands and knees scramble, like almost like an animal kind of thing. Yeah. So you can actually get pretty agile. 
uh, which was definitely nice. Um, and it, that game, I guess I should say, is uncharted. Like, there are set pieces everywhere. Everything on the island you're, you've got shipwrecked on is old, so everything falls apart. There's even a burning building while I'm shooting guys section. Wow. Okay. Nice. So, Uncharted 3. Um, and, and I will say also, um, and I had a buddy come over and he was watching for a bit and he agreed, the game looks really sharp. Okay. Like, it is a nice looking game. And this was 360, uh, or I was just playing 360, yeah. Okay. So probably, probably the worst looking one, but it looked great on the 360. Hmm. Um, and there's a ton if you just like exploring like that. This is one thing that Uncharted doesn't have is you can there's fast travel things to re to go back to places you were already in, um, and you can just explore around. So there was a, there was a lot of moments where I was kind of you're in kind of like a. I don't know, you're in like a mountain village, so there's a bunch of houses up on top of like peaks and stuff. And because you can traverse around the area, you can kind of, I was able to like just hang out, jumping from like one peak to the next and stuff, searching for collectibles and stuff. So there's a ton of exploration you can do. Um, so you can spend a lot of time with it. And the story mission, story mode by itself probably took me about 10 to 11 hours with some light, uh, collectible hunting. Uh, so there's quite a bit to that game. Uh, that's, I don't know, anything specific you guys want to know? Um, I, I guess, like, people are kind of saying, like, the story is primarily concerned with her becoming a tough adventurer, right? Like, she's kind of a regular archaeologist person at the beginning of it, and then she has to do horrible things over the course of that game. Uh, does the story involve, like, what's the story setup really? Like, are they just hanging out on this island, or do they crash? Yeah, uh, you're on a team looking for some archaeological site, and, and then, then Laura's like, "Hey, I believe it's actually left and not right." And she, she kind of convinces everyone to turn the boat left. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a big storm happens, and the ship kind of like explodes, and you're shipwrecked. Well, who are these bad guys, though? They're people. They're kind of people on the island, and I don't want to get too spoilery with why they're there. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say why they're there without spoiling some of the story stuff. Okay. Like, I was just like, you know, Nathan Drake's always got a treasure he's after or, like, some specific thing he's doing, and I just, I was never really sure what Lara Croft right. is doing. For the majority the of the, for the majority of the game, up until, like, the last, maybe, like, story twist, you're trying to escape the island. Okay. And for one reason or another, something is stopping you. Um, whether that's, like, you know what, we're not going to be able to get a plane here unless you climb up that mountain up to that radio tower. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll go do that for the next two hours, blah, 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 blah. How much of the game is kind of shooting stuff versus platforming around and jumping and puzzles and stuff? There's not much for puzzles. It's okay. pretty light. There's a couple sections, and and there's also optional tombs, which I'll get into in a second. But in terms of, like, jumping around and traversing versus firefights, I'd say it's about 50-50. Yeah, that's probably a good one, 50-50. Okay. Um, cause you'll get into, at, like, at the beginning for sure, the firefights are really short. Um, and a lot of the times if you can kill the guys stealthily, they won't call more guys to come fight. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of it is exploring a huge place or it's, uh, pretty linear, just follow, you know, the cracks in the cliff wall, make your way there. Um, you have detective vision, basically, so you can kind of always see where you need to go. 
mm-hmm. which definitely helps for collectibles because it points out collectibles and it, you can kind of go the opposite way. And then optional tombs will be little side missions that there will be a puzzle, but there will be one puzzle. Like, they are extremely short. If you knew what you were doing, each optional tomb would probably take you two minutes on the long end. And that's just because Laura can't run fast enough. Well, like, okay. I mean, I've heard some people discussing, like, there's little relics to find and stuff. Like, Uncharted kind of had that, too, right? Just the random hidden treasures? Yeah, it's just like, oh, if you go over here, there's, like, an extra ledge you can climb on, and then there's a treasure over there. Like, is it more substantial than that? that? that. But it has that on, like, a more extreme scale, because Uncharted's pretty linear. Yeah. This, you'll, some spots will be linear, but then it'll open up into a little bit of a bigger area, where you still need to get to the other side of that area, but there's, like, you know, 12 collectibles somewhere in this area you can pick up. Okay. Um, pretty dark and gritty, or is there kind of some, like, fun stuff in there, or, like, what's the tone? It's pretty dark and gritty, but, like, so you mentioned the arc before. It doesn't do a great job of really being, like, look at her changing. It's more just, she kind of hates it at the beginning, and now she's just cool. And and it's more of just, she doesn't like the scenario, but she, after, like, her first, like, two kills or whatever killing people is no longer an issue and she doesn't complain about it anymore. Oh, okay. Um, so the game is just gr- gritty by the nature of there are maniacs chasing you and you're killing lots of guys, but it never like focuses on like, look what you just did. Look at this guy's dead. Right. Okay. Um, so there's no so, like Laura's psyches getting damaged by like spec ops the line type. No, like oh, there is some I stuff do? at the beginning and we like you we've, we've seen the part with like the deer where she's like I'm sorry and then she stabs the deer cuz she needs food. After did, that did it, and then after like an... the first time you kill somebody, yeah. she it doesn't phase her anymore. Like that hunting mechanic like that sounded cool to me. Like I've heard some people kind of saying it doesn't do what Metal Gear Solid 3 does, which was too bad cuz like, you know, feet like you have to keep yourself fed and stuff. Is there no kind of survival? That, that was pretty extreme, though, to be fair, in that game. I know, but you got to kill snakes and then eat the snakes. Or kill, eat rations. And it, it was all menu-driven, which was kind of lame, but I still kind of liked it. And, you, you know, you got to do surgery on yourself with a knife. You can, you can definitely hunt and eat animals. There's no real benefit besides uh, experience, which, uh, you know, upgrading your abilities is definitely something you want to do. And there's tons okay. of animals throughout the whole thing, so randomly you'll run across more deer, and then you can shoot them and go up to them, hit X to like rip them apart or whatever you need to do to get your. Experience. I guess that survival thing might only make sense. Like, is this all taking place over the course of like a couple days, like a day? Pretty much. Um, it's a little bit longer than a day. I'm trying to think of like how many times it was nighttime. I would say a week on the long end. Okay, so all right, that's not that, but you know, that's okay. Yeah. But, um, all right, but, so pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed version. it quite a Looks bit. Nice. I, if you like Uncharted games, I would highly recommend it. Okay. John, have you played a bunch of Tomb Raider games? Uh, I played Tomb Raider 2 way, way back in the day. Okay. I've only played <clears throat> Legend and I think a little bit of uh, Anniversary. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is really... Like, I guess if if you're in the mood for that kind of high adventure uncharted thing but with a darker tone and a different person this sounds pretty good but i don't know. I, I like how we're basically saying like if you like uncharted you'll like this considering yeah. it that which inspired what both you of know. you guys like uncharted like nathan you really like uncharted 
That third one though kind of filled my quota though. So yeah, no, sure. I have I have Tomb Raider sitting on my my pile of games to play right now. Right, okay. I remember Nate John mentioning that. I was just it was more for Nathan. But yeah, I guess mm-hmm. like it's you're it's not going to do a ton different than Uncharted did. Okay. All right, but you know, video games. Uh, and that's video all games. you've been playing that you want to get. That's into? it for this week. Yep. Okay. Um. Yo. Okay. So Skyward Sword. There was like maybe a dozen hours more of that game after last week that I just didn't realize. I thought well, I was Zelda. almost done. So when you think you're at the end, yeah. you have to go hunt for more stuff. Yeah, really yeah. It's about 50 hours long, people were saying. Uh, it took me about 41 hours or something. But so you beat yeah, it? Yeah. I did beat it. I beat it yesterday. Um, I guess I, I, I did start to get a little annoyed with it. Like after that sixth dungeon, it's just like, okay, now go talk to these dragons. I did that. And then it's like, all right, now go get this other thing. And I don't know. Like, they kept doing that for a little bit longer than I would have liked. My patience was a little worn through at some point. Um, But overall, I still like the controls and the general adventure, like, tone of that thing and everything. So it's pretty good. I, I When I beat it, though, I was kind of... It's like, hey, do you want to switch to hero mode? Which I guess is New Game Plus or whatever, but it will delete your save data. But I don't know. Did you do that, Sean? Do you do you know? Do you remember? What I you didn't. Did? I remember hero mode coming up. I don't. I don't remember what I did. I think I said. I, I don't remember. Okay. I I just didn't want to fight that boss again. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be playing this right away anyway. So I'll just say yes, and then if I ever want to play it again in the future, I'll just play it again, and it'll be on extreme difficulty or whatever. I'm not really sure what they tweak. Um, in that yeah, I don't subsequent play. Did you do any side something. quest stuff? Uh, a bit. I didn't actually... There's this whole gratitude crystal system in yeah. the game that I didn't find until, like, hour 30. Like, I just didn't... Like, there was a side quest that you get presented with really early in the game, and I was just like, ah, I just don't care about that. And I just didn't go... Like, you're supposed to find this missing kid. Yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch I, of gratitude crystal stuff you can do. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I didn't even... Like, you need to do that first one in order to talk to the guy that does the gratitude crystal stuff. Oh, okay. So... I just didn't get into that whole side of the game until really late, and it was just like, crap, if this had been happening alongside me just adventuring, I could have, like, picked up that item while I was there. So, I don't know. I, I missed a bunch of stuff that way. I, w- I still had, like, a decent amount of heart containers and goddess cubes and all that stuff, so I, I felt pretty good. But at the same time, I was like, well, I could go back and get more stuff, but I just fought the end boss and won, so, like, th- th- what else is there to do, really? Like, why would I need a bigger wallet? You know exactly. So I just kind of was like, I think I'm done. Um, but it was good. I, I I still really liked it. I felt maybe the like the pacing and the momentum of the whole thing wasn't as strong as I was hoping. Like there was a point, like midpoint, where I was like, this is one of the best Zelda games, and then it kind of tripped up a little bit here and there as it started approaching the finish line. But I still generally quite liked it. Um, I feel like like having a little extra thing on the end is like always a Zelda thing, though. Like you're yeah, always gonna it, need like you gotta you gotta power up this sword, and now you gotta power up the handle. I know it wasn't so much that like the forging of the sword or any of that stuff. It was more just like there's. I felt like their strongest dungeons happened earliest, and then some of the stuff they had me doing later was just like I don't know. We flooded this area. Now you have to swim a lot. That's fun, right? And I was just like I don't want to do that. Like it just. And then, like, hey, here's another fire temple, and it's got really slow lava flows that you have to stand on this platform and just kind of wait 
Well, to like, be fair, Tomb Raider didn't come out yet to tell them, don't have a water level. Don't have a water level. Yeah. Like, just don't do it. So, well, like, I actually didn't mind their first level water level, but then they do another one. And, yeah. But, anyway. Um, and they, yeah, they kind of reuse environments a lot, and that's makes sense on one level, but at the same time, I, I kind of wouldn't have minded a little more variety. Like, it's like forest, desert, fire. And that's it. And the, then the sky, I guess, but, yeah. Anyway, it was pretty good. I like those motion controls. Actually, yeah, the motion control stuff got sent me down kind of this path where I was just at EB Games looking for other motion games. So I bought Red Steel 2, but I haven't played it yet. Okay. Yeah. I heard it was good. I heard you shoot stuff, and you have a cowboy hat. I heard it wasn't Red Steel 1. Yeah, I heard it was better than Red Steel 1. So, I don't know. But we'll see. Um, And then I got Excitebots which I played some of that today. I heard that was actually all right. It's pretty it's pretty great. It's it's like really ridiculous racing. Like it's called like it's a subtitle's trick racing and mo- like you can win the race, but mostly what you want to be doing is pulling off like dumb stunts and picking up stuff cuz you just you need to hit a star quota at the end of the level. Like that's the thing it's most interested in. So if you like don't finish first, but you just did stupid stunts the whole time, you could still have more stars than you needed, and then you'll be fine. Um, you probably won't S-rank that way, though, because you get a big bonus at the end. But yeah, you're just a bunch of weird robots, like ladybugs, or grasshoppers, or like a frog. Uh, my favorite's probably the bat. And you just kind of drive around these big, weird areas, and hit, like, question mark bubbles, like a box, like a Mario Kart type thing. But it'll just trigger weird environmental stuff, like a giant mountain will just spring out of the ground and like throw a bunch of bots up in the air, and you get bonuses for that. Um, now wait, are you a are you a bat or a bat car? You're a bat robot. Okay. That has wheels. But um, so you're but you're not a character driving a machine. You're you're no, machine, you just right? are a living machine. It's like yeah, I guess it's like if you're Transformers racing or something. Sure. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's just fast paced, really dumb. And I was kind of kind of into it. I bet it would be an even more enjoyable multiplayer thing. There's like some weird modes in it. Like there was like a poker racing, which I looked into. And it's just like, there's cards everywhere. Try to get a good hand and then cash in your cards while you're driving around. And you're just kind of like, it would be like they're the items on a Mario Kart track or something. But yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, like, just weird flips and stuff. It's not Motion Plus, though, so it, it doesn't have very much, like, finesse to the movement. It's more just, like, hard swings and shakes and waggles. But there's so much nonsense happening on the screen. It was it was pretty ridiculous. It was, I don't know, I was kind of into it. So, Nathan, have you played Excitruck? That launch game, no, I didn't actually play it. Yeah, because that that's, that's, yeah, it was. Huh. That is what uh, Excitebots is a sequel of. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how these are spiritual successors of Excite, like, you know, bike, if at all. I don't think, I don't think they really are. Excite, though. They just, that's just a brand that Nintendo kind of had sitting around, so they were like, hey, let's do something with it. Yeah. Even even though they made a new Excite bike, uh, for the Wii U, or sorry, for the Wii U. Right. Um, had you played, had you played that one? Like. Excite truck? Yeah, I got it at launch. Is there stunts in it? Yeah. Is that kind of okay. uh, from what I've seen of Excite Bots, it's a much crazier and much better version of Excite Truck. Yeah, it just like 
I think the bots is just excuses for them to pull off weird boosts and stunts. Like, a, a big hook will show up on you, and you'll just kind of swing around on a bar and get, like, a yeah, super boost. I saw that in, like, soccer, soccer balls and darts. Oh, right. And bowling. Yeah, I guess in addition to, like, mountains springing up and stuff, you'll also just trigger weird events. So it'll just be like, hey, a bunch of bowling pins appeared. Knock those over. Good job. You got ten stars. Or, like, yeah, a, a giant net with a soccer ball will appear. And if you can hit it into there, you'll get bonus stars. I've never pulled that off during a race, though, because it's just a lot to kind of... Like, I mean, there's there's not a lot of fine movement with the controller, which I think they've kind of just made up for and just, like, just go faster. Even when you crash, it's just like, nice crash! And you just shake the controller and you'll get some stars. Like, it's just... It's basically just motivating you to go as fast and out of control crazy as you can. Um. So, yeah, it's not so much about who gets first place. It's just about zany stuff taking place all the way down. Uh, at one point, there was a big target, and you're supposed to throw a dart at it, too. I think that's another one. But, yeah. Um, Are you, I'm like, throwing to... the dart, like, actually waving your hand, or, like, just hit A and the dart gets thrown? You just kind of have to point at it and press A, and you'll your cart will kind of launch it, and hopefully you'll hit the target. There's not a lot of five, fine move. Like, you're not aiming the controller at the screen or anything. You're holding okay. it sideways the whole time. Uh, tilting to steer, which gets a little crazy, but Again, it doesn't seem to really break the game. It's just, yeah. I, I was impressed with how ridiculous they were willing to go. I've yet to get a super sandwich, though, which is one of the secret items, which I thought was pretty great. I don't know why, like, what that would do for a robot, but it's still, I don't know. It was a good idea. Um, Make a mess yeah. inside of their circuits. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely heard more things about this game being good than Excite Truck. I've never tried Excite Truck. But yeah, um, I, I I was initially gonna like, hey, speaking of weird, absurd nonsense, uh, ridiculous fishing. You guys should probably try that out. This week, I don't have a way iOS to play it. hit. Oh, does no one like no one you know has an iOS device near you? My one of my roommates owns an iPhone, but he's barely home. Oh, okay, that's all right. Maybe they'll port it to Android at some point. I'm not sure if they, it's like tilt based. Would that be a problem or no? Huh? Android phones also Android's, have a yeah. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem at all. Okay, I don't. I don't know. I don't have one. Um, so I, I guess yeah. Uh, I like how it has just kind of a variety of very simple things. Like it's a vertically oriented game, which I like first off because you're holding it like you would normally just a phone. Um, I like that on the phone. I don't. Uh, but I'm fine with landscape on the iPad. Yeah, it's weird. So this. This might be fine as a phone game then. Like I, I've only been playing on the phone. It's it's also an iPad. Um, it's like three dollars. It just came out. Um, I think there's probably enough to warrant that. Like in there, you're kind of. It, it was weird. It kind of reminded me of like this one treasure hunting mini game in Phantom Hourglass, where you're basically trying to steer an anchor down as far as you can go to get to a treasure chest. Right. I remember that. Like yeah, you're like avoiding stuff, and then then you have to account for also coming back up. So the first part of the game is that. You just cast your reel, which is, is it actually an anchor, and you're trying to get as far down as possible before your line hits a fish, because as soon as you hit a fish, um, you'll start pulling back up. On the way back up, though, you can snag as many fish as you can. Um, as many you as you dodge. Yeah, the, well, you, yeah, the ones you dodged previously, now you want to snag. Um, except jellyfish. Jellyfish detract dollars. Um, and there's giant No one wants to eat jellyfish. No one does. Yeah, it's true. Um, it gets more ridiculous, though, once you get more items and stuff. Like, you get a chainsaw lure 
so you can just drill down through fish to keep going. Um, you can also get kind of, I guess, means of keep like trying to keep going without having to pull up right away. You have a electric, like a toaster on there, so it'll just electrocute the first fish you hit and not count, so you can keep going. Um, there's other items with electricity you can get. Is it microtransaction-y for these items? No, it's just that's just unlocking with in-game currency from the fish you buy. Okay. Like the fish you sell. So it's I don't think there's any of that. It's all just you pay three dollars, you have the video game. Um, but yeah, I haven't even gotten to like the zany end part. Yeah, you go down, you catch it, like you miss fish. That's the main challenge is to get down as deep as you can because there's different species and stuff down there. Then you pull up and you get all the fish. Upon reaching the surface, though, it launches all the fish up into the air and then you shoot them. And there's a variety of firearms. What, uh, why are you a, shooting these fish? Because you're a redneck and you just you don't care. You you're shooting the gills off the fish. You're you're blowing up the fish. But, and then you're selling fish that have you get you them? get money you get money for having blown up fish. Who would want that? I uh, I don't know. They want you to shoot the gills off to get the fish. It's ridiculous. Sean. It saves How, time. It saves lots of time. Yeah. How do you shoot Why would you gills off the of fish? Aren't gills like inside the fish? Like they don't really yeah. go out that much. Yeah, I think they're just saying like yo. Don't you mean fish. scales? It, no, it says gills. gills. Gills are just kind of openings on a fish. Well, no, yeah, no, yeah, that's, how, that's they how, breathe, how they breathe. But I, I thought he was referring to shooting the scales off a fish. No, it's it. It says gills. I'm not sure. Oh, never it, mind then. It's meant to be ridiculous. You're just you're just blowing up fish. I, I fishing with dynamite, kind of nonsense. Like it makes no sense. Um. Also, like you're kind of juggling all the fish in the air with your gun to kind of kill as many of them. Because, like, the bigger fish take more shots, so they could just fall past you back into the water. So you're kind of having to juggle, like, 50 fish or something in the air as they're... Are you just, like, tapping on them? Uh, Depends which gun you have. Like, uh, you start with just a pistol, and that's pretty hard to keep up. A shotgun is, like, just a wider spread. And right now I have two Uzis, so it's just kind of draw, like just kind of scribble across the screen to kind of keep bullets coming up at the fish. Even then, it's, like, a lot to deal with. Um, and the deeper you go, like, you'll you'll get bigger and bigger fish and weirder fish. Can you get a whale? Um, yes. Can you get an octopus? Yes. Can you get There's a, a lot shark? Of fish Can you types. get a kraken? Uh, I don't know. Like, I've only unlocked the third area. I've just gotten there. Can um, you fish Cthulhu? You know, the, it, it might fit this game's weird sense of humor. Like, maybe... Like I'm not sure what's there. The first, the first like super fish I got at the bottom of the first area is like a narwhal covered in like weird runes, and yeah, it's I don't know. There's like strange fish in there. Uh, the more spe- you need more species captured to unlock the new areas. Like so, getting as deep as possible is the main challenge. And then yeah, there's a story where you unlock stuff. Um, I don't know. I've I've probably there's put a in, story. Like, not exactly. Oh, like okay. it, there's a little bit of writing in just kind of the descriptions of the stuff and like who your guy is and everything, but it seems mostly focused on just having this kind of like three different simple gameplay things wrapped together, which is kind of neat. So, and yeah, good use of tilt stuff and I don't know. I like how it's it's just kind of an easy little gameplay loop of go down, oh, pull back up and now have fun just shooting stuff and then see how well you did. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty So how fun. long does it take to actually play a round of it? I'll probably, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, well, I mean, if you did quite well and drilled down to, say, like, 300 meters or something, 
Um, although I I did just unlock the 500 meter line, probably like a minute, maybe a minute and a half, maybe. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Like it's just like like avoid all the stuff, and then it quickly pulls back up, and then yeah, maybe not even that. Like probably one minute. Like really, I haven't timed it, but it's it's pretty quick feedback on that stuff to see how well you did. And yeah, you'll just get a bunch of money, and then you can just buy a new you know toaster or something, put it on there. It's yeah, pretty weird. Uh, I guess the one thing I was thinking, like, I have a friend who's a marine biologist, and he might not like this game, because it's pretty reckless about blowing up fish in a really callous manner, but... Oh, well, it seems like a really it's just weird a complaint. complaint. It for sure is, but it's just like, uh, yeah, the, I don't even know if anyone would actually be annoyed. It was just like, wow. This, like, in that weird kind of vein of, like, games that piss off PETA or something... Like, this one might be flag flagrantly trying to do that. Where it's just like, yeah, just shoot the animals. Who cares? Just blow them up. That's fun. You electrocuted it. That's cool. Like, I I thought it was funny, but it could rub somebody weird. But whatever. I don't know. That might be worrying too much about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's worth a look if you have a device that can do that. Um, And then I've been trying to wrap my head around this uh, weird platforming thing that Jonathan Blow has been really excited about on Twitter. A Starseed Pilgrim? Maybe. It's the sequel to Scott Pilgrim, right? No. Which, I mean, I guess that DLC finally came out. Yeah. Um, apparently it's not that good. Well, it's the just online a is good, Apparently, Stills, or sorry, Wallace plays like Stills. Yeah, it's just a palette swap, basically, which is like, yeah, disappointing. Okay, different skin. Yeah, uh, Starseed Pilgrim, I don't really know what to make of it yet. I'm still trying to figure out how one proceeds in that game, which might be part of kind of the mystery, but. Um, it starts in kind of just this big kind of white void space. You're just this little guy. Um, you plant seeds, and then, like, platform blocks will grow. And depending on the color of the seed, it's, like, a different rate of growth and different kind of effects, like, in, as to how the platform will sprout out. Uh, the whole time, there's kind of this, like, weird black hole void thing growing underneath you, so you kind of got to hurry to get up to this area. But I really just don't know how one manipulates, like, the plants to grow as you'd want them to to get to the areas. Because, like, right now there's, like, keys up top somewhere, and I need to kind of build up to get there. But I haven't really figured out how to do that yet. I don't know. It's confusing, but it's kind of interesting in some, like, weird, creepy audio and all this stuff. But I really don't know what to make of it yet. So I'll probably report back on that next week once I've figured out how to play. Um, but that's just available on that dude's website. Um, Probability Zero and Friends was kind of the bundle I got. It's like four of this dude's games, uh, mostly Flash game type stuff, but uh, that was one of them. Um, yeah, that's all I played this week. So let's move into the small pile of news we have. News. This first story, I'm... I've I only have certain part, like I've only encountered parts of this news, but I I guess if you think back to what was it CES Consumer Electronics Show, there was a bunch of Steam box details starting to come out. Uh, yeah, I think that was CES. Right, <laughs> that's when talks about it, rumors about it were coming out. Yeah, um, I think one of the like I don't know if it was part of that initial batch of devices that were getting talked about, but the X13 or XI3 piston was one of them. Yeah, that was one of the first rumors. And they were definitely kind of talking up, like, their connection with Valve and how Valve was kind of on board with this thing. And Valve was like, well, yeah, you know, you know, we, we 
took a look at that. That's part of one of the things we're, like, you know, giving support to and whatever. Um, recently there's been some kind of weird miscommunications or, like, exchanges of differing information, so I'm not really sure what's going on anymore, but, like, a release basically was, came out where Valve was kind of distancing themselves from this machine. Um, Sean, I guess correct me on any of my details here. Sure. Uh, and subsequently the Piston people have been like, no, 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 like, they've been working with us and all this, and, like, there's just been kind of, like, mixed information as to, like, is Valve really supporting this thing? Are they validating this thing's existence and whatever? Or are they kind of not? Like, it's it's coming out soon, I guess. $1,000 this holiday season. Um, But, yeah. It's just kind of like different information is floating around out there. I don't know what the conclusion is on this, really. Like, have, Right, yeah. Have, it's kind of just like more like he said, she said. So, you know, XI3 is saying, you know, Valve a- asked them to make a Steam box. Yeah. And then Valve is saying, you know, we looked into it, but that's about all we did. And then XI3 is saying, they've helped fund this, they wanted this thing, they want it. So, it almost, like, on one hand, you could say XI3 is just trying to get any attachment with Valve they can, just to boost their box. Right, and, just and to kind maybe, of be like, we're the, we're the Steam box. We're right, that but, but keep in mind, Valve also has their own box coming out this holiday. So is maybe, it this holiday, or...? It's this okay. holiday. Okay. These are both the holidays, so maybe that's the reason Valve is stepping off, because they don't want people to get this one. They want people to look at the official one and not get confused or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, we don't quite know, but there's just some weird stuff going on with uh with when that happens. Anyway, you can pre-order that thing already. The, yeah. Uh, the piston. Um, if you're looking into a Steam box, but these are kind of yeah, these are kind of strange devices, like upgradable PCs, but like PCs are upgradable, but I guess you're supposed to be more user friendly or something, like yeah, and like know. compact, and like I think the the piston, like I think it's a like it can fit in your hand almost, I believe. Oh, it's that yeah, small. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tiny looking. Yeah, like smaller than a GameCube, but not t- not too much smaller, I believe. Okay. I think it has an uh, like. Like just a USB port, and that's about it. Like it's got very little in the way of output. I thought it had an Ethernet as well. Oh, I don't, sorry. I don't quite. I don't quite know exactly what's on there. We'll just look but... at this. It says starting at a thousand dollars. So yeah, there's different hard drives and stuff too. Right. Which I guess would um, go up. And XI3 has also said this won't do only Steam. Like you'll be able to do other PC stuff with it. Just Steam is one of the things it will kind of it's be like optimized for. for. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. It, it was just kind of a weird like. Ex- caddy exchange between these two companies and whatever. is kind of strange to see. Um, a piece of news that definitely kind of I found out about right away and was like, oh man, this is right in my field of stuff I care about. Uh, Ron Gilbert left Double Fine. Um, which initially was kind of like, what? Why, why would you do that? Subsequently, there's been interviews and stuff. Like, apparently this was kind of always the deal, was he was basically just there to finish his uh, game, The Cave. And, right, which came out like, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and Tim Schafer was, like, very supportive of, like, that idea because it's been kind of in Ron's brain for quite a while. Um, And upon finishing that, they kind of amicably parted ways so he could go make this iOS game coming out uh, relatively soon. I think he was saying in a couple months, like, one or two months. uh, It's called Scurvy Scalawags in the Voyage to Discover the Ultimate Sea Shanty, colon, a musical match through pirate RPG. I'm not sure if that last part's actually part of the title or if... That's the subtitle. Right, okay. 
Um, and yeah, it's about a group of pirates trying to find the ultimate sea sanji. Some sort of rhythm-based, I don't know, side-scrolling thing. Or, I don't know if it's side-scrolling, but it's an iOS game. Uh, well, it's, it's it's a musical match three pirate RPG, so I'm assuming... Oh, right, yeah. Something like, similar uh, to 10 million, maybe? Uh, there was some talk of, like, Puzzle Quest comparisons, but he was saying it was quite different um, in the one interview I'd read, but uh, something along those lines, yeah. Or, yeah, I guess, like, 10 million match three and pirates, so, okay. Um, I think it involves one of the guys he worked with on Death Spank, if I recall. Okay, I I saw the guy's name, I just didn't associate him, so I didn't put him down. Right. Um. And then, yeah, to, as to why he left, like he was saying, like, oh no, no, it wasn't anything like bitter or anything. It was just I'm a bit of a nomad. I like kind of traveling around, and working with different people and collaborating. And he really likes small team sizes, apparently. So this this is kind of led to him deciding to do that, which is which is cool. Um. Oh, is this? Yeah, that, that has a picture of the side of the XI3s. Okay, so this has a ton more than just a USB port. Yeah. Looks okay. like Ethernet, I see, I looks see like DVI, USBs, HDMI, yeah, DVI port, power off. I wish there was a hand in there for comparison or something. But. Oh no, there, uh, if you click on... Oh, this is great. Yeah, this is good audio, but no, it's fine. We're looking at pictures of the XI3 now. And if you click got... on the XI3 News, geek, geek at SXSW... You'll see okay. like a screenshot of someone of two people next to the machine. It is tiny. Okay. So yeah. Ready. So basically, in the hand looks you know in between an Ouya and a GameCube. Okay. Yeah. So I think I, it's definitely smaller than a GameCube. Definitely and that's South game. by Southwest, by the way, in case you didn't know. Is oh that's where they were showing this off or what? Well, yeah. no, that's that's where they're currently. SXSW is South by Southwest. Right. 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 Yeah. Which that's... I believe happened like a week or so ago. Week week or two ago. Yeah, it's, it's apparently more culturally relevant every year. People keep saying, like, oh, man, there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on there. So, I don't know. It's like a media festival. There's, like, music Yeah, well, that's what movies. I was talking about earlier. I thought they were referencing yeah. that. Yeah, by Northwest, uh, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah. um, And I guess a bit of a follow-up on last week's SimCity um, shenanigans. Uh, EA is saying they're going to give away a free game to those who purchased it, um, provided they've registered with registered the game before the 15th. Maybe that's the story? That's I believe tomorrow, it's 15th. Though. Yeah, I think that's what I heard. I, just, I didn't yeah. find the story again. It's basically for those who took the brunt of the server issues and all that stuff as a bit of an apology. No real details on what that means, though. Like, Is it like any origin game, or is it just a specific list of apology games that are older? Like, who knows? Um, my, yeah, who knows? I'm assuming it's going to be a small list of origin games, and you get to pick one. Yeah. Nathan, if you mm-hmm. got to pick one EA game, what would you want? Same with you, John. Ooh. I'm actually, I, I've been thinking uh, Amalur Reckoning. I've been curious about that game. So, that's I'd a good one. Cash it in for that, yeah. I don't know, because there's so many, so many and, of their games that I would want, I already have. Mm-hmm. Cause maybe Dead Space 3. Scooby like, 2. I don't know if they'd Need get be most recent, wanted. But yeah. I already have it. Just point, I'm just pointing out other good ones. Yeah, like I was thinking, like Burnout came to mind, but like a lot of the stuff that's going to mind was like older stuff that you can probably get for like ten bucks anyway. So, yeah, I'd probably do Dead Space three. Like just get a new recent thing if if yeah. they're even offering that, you know. That might Which be they good. probably aren't. It's probably yeah. like 
Need for Speed Most Wanted is probably like the newest thing they'd offer. Like, but who knows? Yeah, the holiday season stuff. But yeah, there, there, no real further details on that. I'm trying to think if there's been any real follow up on the server situation or whatever. Like there has, there has. Yeah, is it running perfectly fine now? Or it's much better. Apparently, there's like a only like a 10% fail rate or 20% something like that. Much better than it was at originally. Yeah, like I went to but, like isitup.com and looked at SimCity and it was at yes. So. Yeah. yeah, but uh, what happened was a couple people finally figured out how to hack through the game. Yeah, and they've got it to a point where they can get the game running without ever needing to connect to the servers. Yeah, I've de- I definitely that was like top of Reddit today was modders have figured out how to alter some JavaScript thing or whatever, and it'll tell the game that everything's fine and you can keep playing. I don't think you can save your city though. No, that's, that's kinda... the only thing they're trying to figure out right now. Yeah, but so... once they figure that out, they'll never need to bring SimCity online at all. Yeah. Which apparently, I mean, like uh, in the game, you can't like terraform, so you can't change the landscape. Yeah. But the the dev tools have that, so they've also figured out how to access the dev tools. But they're trying to figure out how to unlock everything. They just haven't gotten that one yet. Right. It's it's definitely been weird just hearing like I guess this is a real multiplayer focused thing they were making, and then people not really deal, like enjoying that. But yeah, also just if there's a mountain range or something through your town, you're just screwed like that land is just wasted. There's no way to build on it or do anything with it. Yeah. It's just there. Apparently, like, there was some AI issue as well, where, like, all the the people in the town would just always take, like, right turns or something like that. Yeah, I saw but, a weird circle of people running around. Yeah, I was about to reference the same thing. Yeah. Um, Benny Hill was in the video I saw. The, so yeah, they were, walk, they were walking around in the loop, blocking traffic. Uh, I guess more annoying to me was like I heard some sort of breakdown of how the AI works like how it treats jobs and like uh, just tasks and yeah, it sounded whatever's, like it's... whatever's closest to the location it'll go to that first yeah so if you're really like doing what they've kind of been promoting and following a single sim and to, just to see what their day is like it's like he has a new job every day and he lives in a new house every day because he oh, just wow. goes to house unit that is the nearest available one. Like the so most just, vac- the vacant one that's closest? The most, yeah, it's like everyone is living in a hotel in this city, essentially, and working wherever they're needed. It's kind of weird. Like, that definitely doesn't really, you know... But you know, if, the the ga- if that I makes the game would. run smoother, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's just kind but, of annoying how thing, though, easy like, it is to see not, through the smoke. You yeah, know? people are not sure like if it's necessary for them to have online internet connection for the server to do all that processing or not. Yeah, I'm sure. People seem to be in the opinion of, like, this really should not be like they're saying. And people are concerned, like, if this is an EA decision or a Maxis decision. Well, Maxis has been, like, trying to own a lot of the responsibility on this, which I'm not sure why. But, yeah, they've they've come out and just been like, this was our decision. It's not our publisher. We made the decision. We wanted it to be like this. And, you know, sorry. But, yeah. I don't, the conversation has not ended on that game. I have yet to play it, though. I haven't played any SimCity game in conversation quite a Conversation for that game is not going to end for the next month. Oh no! It's yeah, it's probably gonna and like the online DRM conversation has only just started, really. Like it's yeah. gonna keep going. It's yeah. But anyway, that's pretty much it for video game news. There were a couple of minor things that happened too, like the ESRB changed how they're allowing marketing for M rated. Oh yeah, games. I did read about that as well. I saw that. I just wasn't sure how interesting it was because it's like it's a lot like movie trailers now. Where well, we've like, mentioned it, so we, why don't we describe it? Yeah, uh, basically, you know how you go see a movie trailer, it'll be like, hey, the following movie is rated R, but this trailer, it, it's fine. You can watch it. Like, the ESRB is basically instituted a similar thing. Like, a green card will come up, it'll say, this game is rated M, but the green card indicates that the trailer is fine. 
and it's like edited down to just be kind of. So we're gonna get red band game trailers, is what you're saying? Yeah, I guess so. So it'll be like the hardcore unedited. Uh, what's a violent game coming out? God of War uh, Ascension. Yeah, God of War Ascension coming out. It's got all that nudity and violence in it. Um, but then and there's then a green Stone. one. There, there's a green trailer where it's just kind of Kratos hanging out on a mountain or something. You don't really know what it's about, but it's you know with a clenched fist. Yeah, you get that there's revenge and I am stuff, what the gods but, have made me. Yeah. It's just dialogue and whatever. I, I'm not sure what this is going to, like, turn into for marketing or whatever, but it, it seems to be, like, there's not as much age-gating stuff going on. They're just kind of trusting people to be able to watch stuff. I don't know. I'm Along not sure. with that, which is another kind of... Because there was a second point to that, is if you have something packaged in with the game, yeah, it, it can now have a separate rating. So apparently before... So, like, God of War is another good example. It's going to have, like, a demo of Last of Us with it. Okay. Which are both M-rated games, which is uh, fine. But let's say The Last of Us was... Let's say God of War was going to be teen, and The Last of Us was M. Yeah. They wouldn't have been able to package those together beforehand, because they would have had separate ESRB ratings. Yeah. But now you can do that. They'll have... It'll work for packaged or packaged and additional content somewhat. I don't know. It would be weird if it went that way, though, because then it's like, this kid bought a teen game, but he's got an M-rated demo. That's yeah, I, I can't see them that, That's like, what, actually... But I'm saying that they weren't allowed to do that before, but right. like now they are, because now they've set up having like multiple ESRBs throughout it. Yeah, I, I, just don't, I don't think... see people doing it. That's the thing. Right. But like, the now only they have application the of this I'm, I'm imagining would be like, you know, remember Orange Box came out, and it said rated teen to M? Mm-hmm. Now it could just be like, hey, it's M, and it's got like a free team thing in it, you know, like everything sure. below it doesn't matter because it's all on the same disc anyway. But I'm not sure if they'd do that either. But but yeah, I don't know. Packaging lesser rated stuff with older rated stuff, you know, you don't. Need well, to... all this is doing is allowing younger people to see content or to like get advertised for older games, right? Yeah, so when they grow up, they can finally play it. Yeah, so that's all it's doing. Like by making these, you know, more child-friendly trailers, you're still advertising to the kid, "Hey, this game is coming out. Looks cool, so, right? You should bother your parents about it." it, it exactly. It's but you know, come on. Wouldn't yeah. it be awesome if you were 17? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up yeah. and grow up so we can sell things to you. Yeah. Yeah. So bonus news stories. But okay, let's get to questions. Emails. I guess it's not emails, it's questions. Questions. There is is an email address though, topdownperspective at gmail.com. Um but you can also Twitter, TDP Podcasts, or Facebook. Just search Top Down Perspective on there. Um first question is from Tamra. If you wanted to get into a long running series, would you play the game in chronological order of their storylines or the order they were released? So I feel like order they were released because a lot of the stuff that you'll see in like the the prequel type games hint at stuff that you would only know of if you had played the original games. Weirdly enough, yeah, like I'm specifically thinking of Metal Gear. Like there I, are, I was thinking also Devil May Cry. There's like Metal Gear Solid three jokes that would make no sense unless you played Metal Gear Solid two. Like yeah. it's like, what's with this Rydenovich guy? Why is that? Oh, so you're saying I did it wrong because I did three, two, four. Yeah, you, yeah, you did it wrong. Yeah, but two, yeah, like there was a bunch, there was a bunch of jokes okay. literally tailored for someone who had played the games in order. So. Yeah, like specifically in relation to Raiden jokes. I also much, feel because like as the games go on, they're probably getting better, or at least at the very least, they're looking better. It would be kind of weird to go backwards. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a hard thing to do to go back to an older entry in a series. Yeah, so I, I also agree, order they came out, because that's the way the developers l- looked at this, and mm-hmm. they probably did this for a reason, so. Yeah, no, I agree, order that the games came out. How would that relate to, like, Devil May Cry's timeline? I guess the third one. Third game, yeah, third game introduced, talks about Virgil, and Virgil's in- technically introduced in the first one. Right. And, like, if you're watching the Fast and Furious movies, even though you, three doesn't take place until after six, you gotta go one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. As soon as the summer hits. Wouldn't see that one. Yeah, at all. It would just be weird. Yeah. You'd, you'd still be waiting on seeing Tokyo Drift, is what I'm saying. Because but, and you don't want to do that, because that's, that's like a high point. Yeah. And two and four aren't great, and putting those back to back, that would be a hard, like, three, four hours right there. Yeah. Two is not very good. I'm, I'm trying to think of other game series where it would even really matter, though. But like, what, are, what would there God of War? Many. Yeah, God Devil of War. Cry. There's six of them, and there's right. Or Professor like, I mean, Devil May Cry, like the re- most recent one, is a prequel, and then you'd end up. No, no, no a lot the most recent one is a reboot. Ones, right? It's not in no. the timeline. Yeah, the new DMC is a uh, alternate. No, sorry, God of War. I meant. Yeah, so God yeah. of War has three prequels now. Right, so you'd play the PSP games and this new one before you'd get to the ones everyone likes. So don't do that. Right. You know. And Professor Layton, y- y- there is a prequel trilogy, but they make constant jokes like, haven't I met you before? And stuff like that, so. Okay. Which yeah. could make no sense from a timeline perspective, but anyway, yeah. Just go in the order they came out. Yeah. Um, Which games do you own the most copies of in both digital and physical formats, including remakes? So games I like you kind of question. ended up owning multiple times. I feel like every, it's, it has to be like either Ocarina of Time or like Donkey Kong for everyone, right? Donkey Kong? Just like oh. for people like giving it away for free. You mean like the original Donkey Kong? Yeah, because like, you know, you got that on Animal Crossing. You got, maybe not the maybe you don't own the original, but like, I know I have it on my 3DS because they gave me that. Right, and I, I mean, I have it in Donkey Kong 64. Or like the first but... Super Mario Bros, maybe that's a better one. Like Duck Hunt bundles and all that stuff. Um, I'd, I'd say Mario Bros. the arcade game more so because all the GBA ones came with it. I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, I own three copies of Excitebots, so there's that. But oh. I feel I, the thing with the Mario ones is I don't think I've purchased any of them. I've just been like given them. Yeah. So if I like exclude, like if we're going, if we're gonna like narrow this down to like I actively chose to buy another copy of this. Yeah. I'd almost say, like, Super Brother, like, Swords and Sorcery, because it's in every, like, bundle. I do I do own it three times now, I think. I, I gotta say Ocarina of Time for me. Oc- yeah, that one I have, like, I mean, the N64 cart, the I have GameCube the GameCube port, cart. Or the cart. 3DS one. Right. The 3DS one. And you can also get it on the Wii, I think. I don't have it on the Wii, but I do have three copies of that. Actually, no, I think I own two, uh, twice on GameCube, because there was multiple bonus discs. So I have like the Master Quest one, and then I also have that kind of Zelda was, collection. Was it bubble. on that one as well? I thought that was just Majora. No, it's uh, on Master Quest because that's the one I have. I don't know. No, what the I know. I know it's on Master Quest, but I mean, I thought it was the one that had four games in it. I thought it was Majora's Mask and not Ocarina. Here, I, I don't know it. what we're talking about. What second collection is this? The one that has like the original Zelda games in it. Oh wait, I don't, I don't have that. Oh right, no, I don't have that one with me right now. All right, hang on. <laughs> Like, I have two copies of Burnout Paradise, specifically buying both of those. Oh, I don't own that. Shoot. 
I just, it's so weird. Like, I, it was part of some pre-order deal or something, so technically a friend and I both own it, so he has it right now. Okay, I like, I have the Ocarina of Time disc, but I don't have the one that has four games. The anniversary disc, or I think it came with Wind Waker. Yeah. Um. Oh, so I must own that, then. I don't know. Anyway, with Humble Bundle stuff, like, I mean, codes are just stacking up over here, but, yeah, like the ship. Like, who doesn't have, like, a million copies of, like, Braid or World of Goo at this point? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's that's that question. I'm trying to think physical copies, though. There's definitely a few other ones where I've inadvertently... Like, I mean, Shadow of the Colossus on PS3 and PS2, but... I have, like, yeah. I have, like two sole discs of Burnout Paradise I have. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I want the PC one. I might just get that at some point. Okay, so it's uh, Legend of Zelda 1 and 2, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. Okay, so Ocarina, Ocarina is in there. Um, so I definitely have that one. Yeah, the and then there's one that is one? just like Ocarina of Time and the Master Quest. Okay, I don't think I have that one. Where did that, that one come from? That's that's the Wind Waker pre-order, actually. That's the one I have. Which okay. one? Is the four-game one or the... Uh, the two-game one. No, the, the four-game one, one, it wasn't that a Nintendo Power thing? Yeah, yeah. That's of the one I have. Thing. I don't have a Wind Waker pre-order. Okay. Anyway, next question. Uh, this is from OnePress to L2P. Sorry. Uh, in the midst of all the new SimCity games problems, what are your opinions on the previous SimCity games on PC, Super Nintendo, N64? Is there one on N64? Sorry, which one? A SimCity Sim- game. I don't think there's one on the N64. I don't remember SimCity. Okay. I know, like, I, th- I think it was... I know there's I w- two on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Two, and one on the Game Boy Advance. Um, there's I, one I on the Game Boy Advance? Yeah, SimCity 2000, I believe, is on the Game Boy Advance. Okay, I haven't played any SimCity. Okay, I mostly played the Super Nintendo version of the first one, or whatever, with, like, Will Wright, like, the Dr. Wright, <laughs> his green hair. Um, That's the one I've spent the most time playing. I really liked it. I, I really quite liked it. Um... I think yeah, that's the only one I played though. Like I, I've heard the other ones get way more complex with like dealing with sewage and subterranean, like uh, subways and all this stuff. But I never did any of that stuff. It was just residential, industrial, commercial, bunch of special buildings and whatever. But yeah, John, did you ever build cities? Mm, I played a tiny bit of SimCity. Never really got into it. Oh, you didn't have like nuclear reactors and meltdowns and brownouts. And... No. Oh, SimCity 2000. Out in 1993, came to the N64. Oh, so it was also what? a version of that on N64. Um, this is just what John Bomb's telling me. Wow. There you go. I never played that one, so it's yeah. got a picture I have of like a spaceship on it. Yeah. No, 2000 is well regarded. I have it now, but I have yet to dip into it at all. I don't remember um, there being an. I remember there being a SNES version, which surprised me that there's. There's also N64. a PS1 version. Huh. The more you know. Yeah. Um, I I like I generally have positive affinity for SimCity games, but that's based on one game I really like. So, two thousand, three thousand, four. I don't know how those turned out, but yeah. Oh, um, this next question is from Allison. Nate, when will you jump in and purchase 3DS? If you do, will you get a regular 3DS or the XL? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I just with my current situation, I can kind of play Britney's 3DS. It's kind of awesome, so yeah. But if should I still get one? I don't know. Then we could Street Pass or something. But, I really like my 3DS. Okay. 
I'm trying to think what I'd use it for. Like, how how robust is their downloadable stuff right now? Could I play Super Mario? Most World of the core games coming out, you can download at least for sure. Ninte- for starting Nintendo. Well, I mean, old stuff. Like, could I play like Link to the Past on it? Link's Awakening. I don't. I don't think they've done Game Boy Advance stuff really yet. Oh. Okay. I I do want to play that 3D Land though. I think that looks cool. Yeah, that's so. definitely cool. And that I made the decision Mario this RPG. week that from here on out, I'm only downloading 3DS games unless there's like some weird incentive to make me get a retail copy. Well, what made you make the push? Just the fact that it's easier to carry around that way? That's that's the push. So it's mainly with Animal Crossing. Having that game on me all the time sounds perfect for Animal Crossing because, you know, then when it's Christmas, I can be like, sweet, and I don't have to find that cart. Yeah, you'll just boot up that app. I'll just boot it up, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I was also thinking, well, with Fire Emblem, you know, I have the cart in there, but it'd be so much easier if it was just on my system. Because the, w- the way I have it right now is I have it in a case that c- has two extra holes in it, so I can basically hold three physical games with me at all times. Mm-hmm. And it would just be so much easier if I could just hold all my games at all times. How's the storage space, though? Like, would you run out? It's or? fine, because I put in a 32-gigabyte card, so I have yeah, all the Yeah, he's not going to run out anytime soon. I'm ne- no, I am never way. going to run out in- unless this is the last handheld console ever. Okay. Do you have the XL though, or no? I just have a standard. Both of you. This is... Yeah. Have okay. you? Have you, Sean? Have you had the problem where like your 3DS does not come out of sleep mode? I've never had that. Uh, I've never had that problem. However, it's been a like I don't know a good half a year since I've even used sleep mode. Like, I just always you'll... turn it off now. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, um, right now and then I'll just put it in my pocket and I'll pull it out and try to play it or check for like steps or anything and it won't come out of sleep mode. So do you have to just turn it off at that point? Yeah, I have to turn it off and then it doesn't track any steps or any street passes. Right, but then you can just turn it back on. And... Yeah, turn it back on. Then I can now, get the street passes. Now, when you put it in sleep mode, do you just close it? Yeah. Or do you press the power button once? No, I just close it. Okay. Because pressing seen... the power button once shuts down the game you're playing, so. Oh, okay. So, like, I'll play, like, a couple, let's say a couple moves in Fire Emblem, close it, go somewhere, and then continue there. Sure. Nathan, if I were you, I would get an XL, because the okay. DSi XL yeah. was nice. Yeah, no, there's a special Pikachu one coming out, like, this week. Yeah, it sounds right up your alley, Nathan. Yeah, oh, no, perfect. you're all, you're all yeah. about the Pikachu. I love that, so. Uh, to answer some questions earlier from the podcast as well, uh, sim- the N64 SimCity 2000 is Japanese only. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, that collector's... Edition that came with the four different Zelda games that came with a demo of Wind Waker, so it wasn't out yet. Oh, weird. how did you get that then? Uh, because I worked at the same place that you did. No, I'm right. just like, how did people get that? Oh, uh, they got it by like registering their GameCube on like the Club Nintendo equivalent back then. Oh, okay. So that's probably how. Or I did if, it. or if they had a Nintendo Power subscription. Mm. Uh, apparently, also the uh, the Ocarina of Time dual set was like a pre-order bonus. Yeah, so, there you go. I remember getting. Oh, that. sorry, that's what I'm talking about. How did you get the Ocarina of Time Master Quest one? That was the pre-order bonus. Okay, right, because that's the one I don't have. That's how I got my Wind Waker shirt, which I've been wearing again. Yeah, video game. That's shirt. a great anyway. Zelda game. That's my favorite yep. one. Um, last question. Uh, Pikachu 3DS XL. Okay, this is the thing you were talking about. To be coming to North yep. America, how long do you think the yellow mouse from Pokemon will continue to be around? Uh, until Nintendo decides to get rid of it. So forever. Of Pokemon, yeah. Forever. 
So Pikachu's still the mascot? Like, he's still yep. the guy? Pikachu seems pretty timeless. Okay. About the time they'll give up on Mario. That's when Waluigi so, yeah. will finally become the mascot. Yeah. The main <laughs> mascot. That'll, that'll be the day. Um, yeah, that's it for questions. Uh, again, top down perspective at Gmail, uh, TDP podcast on Twitter or Facebook page. Um, games of the week. Hang on. I've what? been putting up games on the Steam group. Okay. There's free games if people want free games because they keep, these humble bundles keep giving me codes for games I already have. Oh, okay. So, so check out the check Steam the group. Steam, the Steam group. Um, I guess, yeah, at the same time, follow us on Twitter. If you'd like, you can review us on iTunes. You can do that. Um, or click like on Facebook if you want to hear the few things we say on there uh, pop up in your feed. Yeah. Support yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, let's go into games of the week. It's really easy for me. It's Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah? Okay. It's really easy for me. It's the Fire Emblem. Man, Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem, like, number one of all time, like, four weeks running. It's because I haven't been playing anything else. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> it's going to it's gonna go down in history. Um... I got a bit of a choice, though. I, like, I think I've given enough spotlight on Skyward Sword, and I got kind of annoyed with the latter part of it. Um, probably because I won't be playing it much past this week. Uh, Excitebots. All right. That was, that was a nice surprise. Um, and Everyone the reason go I turn have Wii's back on and pick up yeah. Excitebots. And the reason I have multiple copies of it, I'm not sure if this will be true in every area. It was 95 cents. So oh wow. Head down Jeez. to your local EB Games, and if those are in like a a bin somewhere, maybe consider picking it up. Cause how many did you pick up? I bought three. What? <laughs> yeah. So I that was... so that wins the that's the email question answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've already promised one to Paul, and I'm kind of thinking what I'm going to do with the other one. But did you like? Did you just buy all they had, or did you stop at three? I bought all they had. I have all their excitebots. So yeah. yeah. What did the cashier say? He's just like, well, that's all my excitebots. I don't know. <laughs> it okay. was, it was, it was a pretty decent, actually, uh, time at EB Games. I also picked up Near for the 360. So nice. Oh, interesting. Look into that. Um, and Metro Prime Hunters, which I've never played, but yeah. For the um, DS, yeah. Hunters is. Eh. I know. If you can get used to control scheme, it's good. Yeah, I, I wasn't super keen on that. I was just like, well, this is a Metro game I missed, and I'm kind of curious, so I'll check it out. It wasn't very much, but yeah. Um. So yeah, Excitebots. Maybe that's the currently the answer for the most physical copies of a game as well, but I won't own those for very long. Um, but yeah, Game of the Week. Um, that's it for the middle of March. Uh, enjoy your pie, and we'll see you next time? No?